Welcome to Dish of the Day with Eartha Kitten and Delta Van Dam. Today we'll be serving up a big plate of hot takes on whatever the fuck we want to talk about. Spoilers, I guess. Now, <laughs> a certain person did all his own stunts, and we love yeah. him. And he a still certain... scares me. <laughs> oh my god, he's such a good actor. Like, oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, this is a spoiler. Well, I don't know if even this will make it if you haven't seen Spider Man yet. But when I mean, he's good in the first movie. Like, he's just yeah, yeah. Here, just spoiler alert. Welcome to Dish of the Day. I'm Delta. I'm Eartha. Spoiler alert for Spider-Man No Way Home. If mm. you don't want to hear it, like skip forward like a minute. Yeah. But Willem Dafoe is fucking awesome. Yeah. And if you don't like Willem Dafoe, I, I find him creepy because of what he did in Wild at Heart, but still a fucking amazing actor. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, no. Wonderful. I, t- I tweeted not too long ago and I still stand by this. I'm like, we don't talk about him acting in the mirror to himself in the first Spider-Man movie. Like him doing that was so good. And so in this movie, when he like brought back the character, I'm like, God, nobody can play this character. Like nobody. They can't put this character in any other movie. Yeah. Yeah. Literally it's, it's him and he does an amazing job and no one else could do it. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, go see Spider-Man No Way Home or rent it because it might be rentable by the time this is out. Well, it's not rentable until the 28th of February. Are you kidding me? That's when they're putting it out for streaming. My insider sources had to tell me. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Okay. That's annoying because I'm stuck in the house for like 10 more days. <laughs> yeah. We are recording uh, virtually for everyone listening because I'm a playground. <laughs> <laughs> poor the Rona God Delta. It was going to happen eventually, but. You, know. you don't know th- well yeah i mean with with the uh various jobs in my household and you know that's true yeah. the way things are it was gonna happen eventually so yeah. but hopefully i don't sound too sonically horrible not on my end um yeah i know that sucks though like yeah. yeah, I was hoping I could avoid it, but it is what it is. Um, Honestly, avoiding it at this point, like I have no idea how I didn't catch it working like three jobs over the holidays and one of them being in a bar and like definitely being directly exposed to it, at least at one of my jobs, I know for sure. Um, yeah, so I've just been the person who's like, hey, I'm not saying this is the end all be all because breakthrough cases are going to happen, but like boosters and sh- booster shots and mass work like they work uh, yeah. until they don't like yeah 100 percent. like i i just got my booster a while back before this and mm-hmm. i'm so glad because while it's not like the worst sickness i've ever had i can tell this would hit hard if i wasn't like vaccinated and up to date because like i have yeah. a good immune system from being a teacher this hit me like I was fine I was fine I was fine until yesterday and then bam like getting hit by a truck sick Mm. all the symptoms and I'm finally feeling better today so it didn't last very long but like holy shit don't catch this stuff man it's um yeah nothing to joke around with like do your vaccines wear your fucking mask like 
Yeah. Drink tequila. <laughs> yes, as we have decided to partake in this evening. Yeah. Welcome to the Valentine's Day question mark episode. It's February? like a pre yeah, it's like a pre-Valentine's Day kind of, because we just wanted to jump right in there. Happy New Year for all of you who are listening. This is our first episode yeah. of 2022 bada bing i feel like if we were like the next one we record is gonna have to be our anniversary episode because that oh, it like, is anniversary yeah our anniversary is the day after uh our podcast anniversary is what the 15th i think yeah I think that's when yeah so you're right well we almost made it we're gonna be busy mm-hmm. as hell in february but we should celebrate sometime <laughs> well you know we can always i can set aside time to yeah yeah, are you, this is like a weird thing to ask on here. Are you working dirty show? I don't know. I haven't heard anything yet. I have yet to write all of my dates for February in my planner because I'm just like, this is fucking weird. I have to write them in my planner. Then I have to update my website. And then I have to write all the other dates that I have because I still have to work. And then I'm switching over jobs at the end of February. So it's just like, ah, shit, yeah. My friends were telling me, like, I was telling them about my schedule and they were like, oh, you're doing like all four nights. And I'm like, yep. Yeah. You're going to be tired. I'm like, it's, I'm like, that's kind of what dirty show is. You just live at the Russell for two weeks. (laughs) Like essentially. Yeah. And not to mention February and October for burlesque performers are like insane, but especially February in Detroit, I feel like. Yeah. And we already have two weekends booked up, you know. Yeah. And that's the problem is that like, especially me, cause you know, I have that big pink number. I always get like these last minute things where people are like, can you do this? Can you do that? And I want to say yes, but like most of the time I'm either working dirty show one year I was in dirty show this year for anyone who hasn't heard I'm emceeing and performing Ooh. in dirty show. So it's, yeah, I'm like, I have a lot on my plate and then I have a show at the end of February. Um, yeah, we have our show in the beginning of February, so it's just yeah, we're gonna be booked up. Uh, I think I have literally two of the four weekends in February. I have the first Saturday and the last Friday that I don't work. Jesus, yeah, and then those Sundays, like Sundays, I'm just. I already told people I was like, don't invite me to brunch, don't invite me to do anything. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm sitting in the dark in my apartment because I am going to be so like. <sighs> Yeah, no, it's it's gonna be a nightmare. Take your vitamin C for real. Oh, Shit. God. <laughs> Don't even remind me. Well, we'll schedule our celebration for March, like you said. We'll go on like a staycation in March and be like, we did it one month yes. late. Oh god. With no, our staycation is gonna be we fucking survived February. Yeah. And didn't kill any men in our lives. Oh god, yeah. Speaking. <laughs> Let's, let's let's open up an appetizer. Appetizer. <laughs> yeah. appetizer is not men. We're no. going to turn a new leaf for this year and not dig on men in As the first much. part of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you men still aren't safe on this podcast. Fuck you. No, yeah, but we'll try to tone it down in the first 15 minutes or so. Except Justin Timberlake, but that's not who we're ranting Fuck about. Fuck Justin Timberlake. <laughs> that's going to be our merch is just like a conversation heart that says, Fuck, Fuck Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it's going to say, Fuck JT. I'm ready to get down. We need to get that designed. <laughs> it's going to be a conversation heart with like ramen noodle hair. It's going to say, Fuck JT. 
<laughs> yes, I need to yeah. find somebody to draw that. I I'm sure we can find somebody to get a digital version of this. Somebody who's listening, may whose name may or may not rhyme with Veronica Pockhart will definitely try and digitize that for us as soon as she hears that. Please, I will. Mm. I will give you a cut of the money. <laughs> right when we get our hot wings money, you're getting at least a twenty fifth. Yes, yes. <laughs> but anyway, uh, do you have an appetizer? Um, I just kind of like hate the CDC right now. Like oh. nothing, nothing <laughs> about the CDC makes sense. It's like you catch it. And you have to do like a calculus equation to figure out when the hell you can go back in public. And it's like, if you're a healthcare worker, five, five days after you have the positive test, so you have to wear a mask for five days, but you're still not transmissible, but you kind of are. And then if you're anybody else, or you have this test and you're a Virgo, um, you have to wait 10 to 12 days, like fucking tell me if I can go back to work or not. (laughs) It's fucking torture. Yeah, my favorite thing that came out when everybody was like doing those the CDC said jokes yes. was somebody did a twist on this TikTok audio that I've heard. And I'm pretty sure it's like, I forget who says the audio, but I want to say it's like, I can't remember. But it's this woman and she says like, uh, it's always my man, my man, my man. Your man left you for dead, ho. And, but they switched the words to the <laughs> CDC. And it's the CDC said, the CDC said, and it's like the CDC left you for dead, ho. And that has been my, ever since, ever since they did that whole, oh, you can go back to work after five days. I'm like, they're, they're letting us die. Like, they're yeah. like, fuck you, die, get through the holidays and then just die. We need, we need workers. So yeah, go fuck yourself. Oh yeah. The CDC is- said, I hope we die. I hope we both die. <laughs> Bitch. Right. There's a reason we picked that as our curtain call for Oh Holy Dark Night. If you weren't at Oh Holy Dark Night, we definitely ended the show with, uh, no, we didn't end it with no children. We ended it with this year. This year, yep. Yeah, because we were like, um, I don't really know how else to end this show. I know this has nothing to do with Batman, but damn it. Fuck it. It, w- it worked out. I think half it the w- audience thought we were crazy, but that's fine. I know we were sitting up there doing the dance and I said I literally said crank that mountain goats so it was a good show that might be the curtain call for all shows until this fucking shit show's over honestly uh, relatable (laughs) do you not feel the lyrics of that song right now and it is only what the 28th of January I've been feeling it since January 2nd like I had one brief day of bliss and then I'm like nope I'm back (laughs) This year fucking sucks. Yeah, my appetizer is literally just people. Um, especially over the holidays, working three jobs, two of them being in the public self sector. I was like, people are terrible. They're awful. And the worst types of people seem to be coming out in droves uh, yeah. over the holidays. And just no mask, no no absolute care for anybody yelling about stupid shit that like nobody can nobody in this building is even in charge of that why are you yelling at me about it everybody wants refunds on the dumbest shit I'm like nope take your money I don't care anymore it's just and I hope that every single person that was awful to me for no reason during all of that like I was at work one day and the power just went out Jesus And so to get the power to come back on, we had to call IT, 
who then had to unlock our computers, which is where the registers are. So we couldn't do anything. I had to write out paper receipts for all these people. They're mad at me saying, can't you make this go any faster? I'm like, do you not see the paper and pen and the credit cards that I have to write out in order to run these transactions? And you're telling me to make it go faster? Get out. (laughs) Get out of my face. Get out of this building. Don't ever come back. I hope every single person that was rude to me that day and was rude to me on New Year's Eve is miserable. Yeah, fucked up. Like, seriously, if you weren't understanding this holiday season of all holiday seasons, like, just stay in your home forever. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like the 70% of people who were nice and kind and understanding, I wish I could give them more praise, but it's like that thing where it's like the negativity is what overshadows all that because when they're bad, they're bad and they don't know how to apologize. They don't know how to come back and be better. They don't know how to tip, which really pissed me off over the holidays. I was like, you're going to be on your worst fucking behavior. Make me go through a million fucking hoops just to do my job correctly. And then you don't tip well, fuck you. (laughs) Like, yeah, it's, it's baffling. Like I can't continue to have conversations about treating people like a decent human being, but the world says otherwise. They always have their excuses as to like, well, I'm the customer or I'm this or I'm that or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I honestly, at one point just got to the point where I would just tell people no and walk away. Mm-hmm. Do you That's all you this? can fucking do. And then, like, I remember I was talking to one of my managers um, at the store and I was just like, and she was like, she's like, honestly, she's like, they're not going to fire you because they need you. So you might as well just act. She's like, you might as well at least have your peace of mind. And we kept getting, that's another thing is that because people were expecting delays with postage, the store that I work at kept getting shipment in. And so I would walk in and there would be 20, like 27 boxes of stuff that I would have to unload. Mind you, I work in a very small store, so there's nowhere to put this stuff. And one day I just looked at it and I was like, I can't do this. And my manager was like, so don't, she was like, literally don't like, I get it. I get where you're coming from. Don't like, don't even look at it. She's like, just do the customers work the middle of the store. Don't even look at this. (laughs) Like that's all you can do at a certain point. It's like, what the fuck? (sighs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that's been my attitude toward work too. Like, yeah. Ugh. The CDC left us for dead. The government left us for dead. Capitalism will kill us all because somebody has to pay for this fucking apartment. So, right. <sighs> Till I get yeah. my hot wings money. Here we are. Hot wings money. Come save us from the drudgery of capitalism. <laughs> right. Just let us like podcast and do burlesque full time. We'll get there eventually. I'm confident. You know, I'm going to get there growing. before the end of the year. I'm like, I know I am. Keep putting it out there. I'm like before the end of the year art is going to be like a good source of income for me so that I can quit my job in the first quarter of next year, like, and be a full-time working artist. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's only January. I do not have to be on my feet yet. I can still figure it out, but damn it. I wish I was on my feet now. (laughs) God, right. Yeah. Independent income would be fucking lovely. We'll get there eventually, Mm -hmm. but until then, Look down, look down. (laughs) Okay, I literally wanted to like text you the other day because I was in bed. I like woke up on Saturday. I didn't have to be anywhere. And I just like put on the layman soundtrack and like cuddled with my weighted blanket. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) I literally was just in bed 
doom scrolling on my phone while the lame soundtrack just like blaring in my bedroom not a soul in sight and i just like took my weighted blanket and like cuddled with it got my like good like comfy pillow it was just like all you hear is like (laughs) if i die (laughs) (laughs) yeah i literally have Uh, three cds in my car it's meatloaf bad out of hell oh some random yeah i know i've been blasting that too you know you you thought covid was a conspiracy but you had a brief cool period in the 80s 90s you know it's like if anyone wants to look at like yeah there's a reason why they like look to him for like theatricality and stuff i'm like yeah yeah so r.i.p meatloaf i wish you believed covid was a thing i listened to paradise by the dashboard light and i'm like damn this song is long but it is a masterpiece it is a masterpiece it really is it Mm -hmm. really is i was blasting it driving in the Mm -hmm. snow but i have meatloaf a random rock cd and the whole lay miz anniversary edition soundtrack in my car nice so it's just been cycling between those two for like a week when I could play CDs in my car, the two disc Les Mis, like original London cast recording yes. was one that I had. And it was so, I love that CD so much. Like I really try to take care of it because my mom found it for me at a garage sale that was nice. at the, we both worked for the same company. And so our company was like having this garage sale and she called me and she was like, Hey, I found something in here that I think you would want. But like, I don't want to buy it if you don't want it. And I was like, what is it? She's like, I don't want to tell you. I just, I just want you to come see it. And then I get there and I see it. And she's like, do you want this? I was like, yeah. She's yes. like, she's, she pulled me aside. She's like, I didn't want to tell you over the phone because I know you like to pronounce it a certain way. And I didn't want to get it wrong. <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh yes, that was my mom. She was just like, she's like, I feel like my daughter wants this and I would get it for her, but I could be wrong. <laughs> What if this isn't the place she's always talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Fucking lame is. It's a lame is kind of year. Already. It's just, yeah. I mean, it goes perfectly into our thing because we're talking about crushes and what's a better hey. crush song than on my own. Oh God. The older I get, the more I relate. I used oh, to be man. like, oh my God, this is so sad. And then now mm-hmm. I'm like, fucking accurate. It. Mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm, i get it and also i like i was so i was feeling so mean but i was like you know what spoiler alert if you haven't seen les mis but i'm just like you know who else deserved to die marius oh god yeah oh god yeah. i'm like his whiny ass deserved to die yeah <laughs> go stand on the yeah. barricade marius just just chill yeah <laughs> gavroche deserved to live marius, marius deserved to die 100 percent. because that would have been fine on her own definitely would have been fine much like sweetie todd said we all deserve to die and mary said yes. that's the top of that list yes that's actually what the cdc said we all, we all deserve, deserve to die to die oh <laughs> uh, yeah crush is for those I, of you who can't see we are also drinking crush soda yes <laughs> which is surprisingly hard it. to find right now i read somewhere that they like discontinued it we're drinking crushed soda with tequila so there's oh yeah asmr <laughs> let me get mine going All right yep <laughs> but yeah um yeah i heard that they like kind of like got bought out by some company and so i just know like 
I think they used to be owned by Pepsi. I don't know. I know a lot of places that serve Pepsi also serve Crush. So yeah, I looked on Instacart because I obviously can't go out in person right now. And I tried like three different places and the Instacart people always, I felt bad. So I left tips, but they were like, yeah, they don't have any crushed soda. I'm like, what the fuck? I found yeah, it. They had yeah. one flavor at the party store next door to me and it was the orange. And I'm like, well, that's the one that I'm most familiar with. So. Yeah. Yeah. I found pineapple and orange. I wanted the strawberry because I vaguely remember liking that one. But yeah, I don't drink strawberry soda unless it's red pop. I mean, fair. Yeah. You want something sweet, get you a fucking Fago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we tried to make it thematic. Um, I have to say I am a fan of the pineapple crush with tequila. It's just right. I feel like the pineapple crush with tequila would be good. The orange with tequila is, um, it's Iffy. fine. It's <laughs> fine. It needs something to cut it. Cause it's so sweet. It's mm. like an orange, orange pop. Um, so it needs something more than the tequila to cut it. I do have a lime in my kitchen. Maybe I could have put that in there, but I ain't going to get it now. Um, yeah, but I imagine the pineapple with tequila is like probably a hit because I so love good. I love tequila and pineapple. I love tequila soda with the splash of pineapple. So I imagine it's just a sweeter version of that. No, yeah, it's it's like the perfect blend. Like I did a, a two shots of vodka glug 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 <laughs> into the cup <laughs> and I can't glug, taste glug. it. Yeah, yeah, I can't taste it with the pineapple, but the orange is definitely like. Needs yeah. a little something. Did you do vodka or tequila? Tequila, yeah. Okay. I got tequila exotico. Ooh, what do I have? Uh, who did you buy me this? I think you did. It's a Luna Zul Blanco. Oh yeah, yeah. Tyler picked yeah. that one out for you. Oh thanks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rasan, if you're listening, I don't know if this is good tequila or not. I'm sure you'll tell me after you listen. Hi Rasan. <laughs> Hi Rasan. But hold on, sorry, I'm. I had enough tequila where I need to take my sweatshirt off. So no, I feel I'm feeling it. Yeah, gotta get Rasan on here and like maybe come up with some signature cocktails or something. Repeat that. Sorry. Oh no, I think I spilled tequila in my hair. Um, oh, we haven't even started talking about crushes yet, but I guess I we're gonna get some drunken rants tonight. Woo! I was saying we right. need to invite Rasan on and maybe make some signature cocktails. Uh, we would have to pay him, but yes, well, yeah, we would do. Yeah, I would yeah. pay him for a signature yeah. Delta cocktail. Hell yeah! I always joke that there's a signature Eartha cocktail at Willis, and it's on the secret menu because he does make me a drink that I like. And I was like, and I told him I was like, I'm gonna start sending people to Willis and put them in your section and be like, oh, um, just ask for the Eartha. He's like, I'm not gonna know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yes, you do. I'm like, you do. Don't take this away from me. I am special. <laughs> I'm going to ask for it next time I go after I'm done with the plague. Like, give me the Eartha. What does that mean? You know. Don't make but me But if call it's Eartha. you, but honestly, if it's you, he's going to give you a hard time. He's going to be <laughs> like, no, mm-mm. just for that, I'm giving you whiskey. <laughs> We're talking about crushes today. <sighs> Yay. <laughs> Listen, it's almost Valentine's Day. Delta and I have both been in, we've been trading off being in a mood about <laughs> crushes. Yes. I will say this. I had multiple, I will say I had multiple like crushes 
flings during and post uh during covid post vaccine all that stuff and i'm Mm going to tell you each and every time one of those things was going on i was like this should be fucking illegal right yeah it should be illegal like this should be a crime i should be able to turn myself in be tried for my sins and be like (laughs) And it should be extra because I'm pretty, like, of the ones that happened, almost 50% of them were over some damn straight men. I know. That should be illegal for sure. Like, I am ready for that to be a thing where it's like, I, yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Like, and, and they, yeah. So we're going to talk about crushes while drinking crush soda. Um, First off, crushes are just, I, I don't want to be that person that's like they're terrible but they're kind of terrible they are um, terrible i remember thriving as a, a teenager like oh my god i have a crush it's the best feeling in the world and then i had one <laughs> recently and i'm like i hate this i, I can't stand this i i just i have never been that person that like thrived in a crush like and i think i mean Here's the thing is that I think what signifies it being a crush for me, I know it's a crush and not just like, oh, I think they're really attractive. For me, it's a, cr- I know it's developing into a crush when like I am like starting to al- not alter, but I'm starting to do stuff in the hopes that they'll notice. Yeah. Like, yeah but I'm starting to like act out a little bit more because I'm just like I just want to have your attention for like five hours like yeah it's like yelling at a toddler in your brain you're like you you don't do this like you don't need to do this you don't have to but your brain is like I gotta I gotta I'm like I gotta be extra because if I'm myself like I'm not good enough just myself so I gotta I gotta put on a presentation and it's like no normally any other time and there have been times where I'm like I yeah I'm trying to think of like what else signifies that I'm like actually crushing on somebody but it's usually when I start like acting as like a a, 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 like a exaggerated version of myself Mm -hmm. that's a pretty good giveaway and then also if I like start getting excited at the idea of seeing them that is when I'm like god damn it all the hell this that at that point I'm just like well this is going to end terribly. <laughs> like, I'm the clueless person. I don't know I have a crush until somebody else points it out. And uh, then I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Yeah. Here comes the I've, roller coaster. I've had that happen with one person. And it fucking sucked. Yeah. It sucked. Because it, I literally was just like, no, this is just how I act. And I'm, like, really excited to, like, you know, just have a new person in my life and then somebody else is like i don't know i think you might have a crush on them and i was like fuck <laughs> i'm gonna fucking fight you you don't know me and the next day i kind of just spent the whole day like thinking about them and i was like mm. yep i was like "Ooh, this, yeah. is, this is not this is not fun this is not fun <laughs> extremely fucking relatable extremely yeah. So yeah, that's why I've been uh, waking up in the mornings and playing Les Mis and waiting. Like, so I'm just like, I don't really know what to do with these feelings. So uh, I'm gonna move on with my life the only way that I know how and revert back to my teenage years and blast some musicals. It was really weird, like how we had we. I feel like we started having crushes at the same time too. 
like the exact same time. I feel like we did we message each other? Or did we say it while we were hanging out? I no, you you told me when we were hanging out. Like I came over to your house to watch. I think it's when I came over to watch The Harder They Fall. Yes, yeah. And you told me, and like, I mean, mine has just always been a kind of a thing floating in the air. So it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. But it cycled around and hit you harder or something. It it definitely hit me the worst <laughs> uh, recently, where I was just like this is debilitating yeah yeah. (laughs) like literally debilitating where I'm just like I don't even want to get out of bed because if I have to see this person I'm just gonna get my heart broken so I'd rather just stay in my little hidey hole until this passes and then it never did and I was like well I guess I have to go be a person in society again so right yeah yeah Um, gross disgusting do you remember your first crush like ever (sighs) Yeah, I do. It was yeah. like fourth grade. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, do you know where awful. that? Do you know where that person is now? Did anything become of them? I honestly only remember their first name, and I don't keep in contact with people from Tennessee really, except family. Yeah. So yeah. I have no clue. Except I am willing to admit this to myself not cute (laughs) not cute in the slightest i think they were just nice to me and i was like crush (laughs) so i love yeah yeah but that's like a fourth grade crush typically you know yeah i was you know good old yeah good old me i had my first i remember my first crush was in first grade I actually had whatever, whatever you can consider this. I had a, a boyfriend in first grade. So <laughs> yeah, but no, I just remember. Okay. So I went to a school where like it was private school. And so like, I was in the same class, like with the same group of people for five years and yeah, it was this, yeah, this kid, super sweet. Uh, I did not keep in contact with him, but I ran into him recently, not recently. I want to say like maybe like seven or eight years ago, something like that. No, I was still in high school when I ran into him. So it was over 10 years ago, but he ended up moving to the city that I moved to. And so we ran into each other. And the first thing that he said out of his mouth is he was like, it's me, like first grade from first grade. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, so you remember, I'm like, oh, so you remember that? Okay. Um, yeah, and we would like run into each other kind of around Southfield every once in a while. And he's very nice. He's very sweet. Um, yeah, but I just remember like growing up kind of like remembering that like, oh, like, yeah, I think, it, yeah, because I stayed at that school till I was in fifth grade. And I think in fourth grade, we like, quote unquote, talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was just one of those things where he like said he even said in like fourth grade he was like he was like yeah I just thought she was pretty and nice and like that's who you get to be your girlfriend is a pretty nice girl so like (laughs) yeah and I just yeah and like I just yeah and he by far the cutest guy in the class so I was just like hell yeah (laughs) yeah get that good taste in (laughs) yeah that's why I have such high standards now. 
<laughs> started off strong. Me started mm-hmm. at the bottom, <laughs> working our way up. <laughs> well, I will say this, that a lot of crushes that came after that, I look at them and I'm just like, what the fuck? That's the thing with crushes, though. They make no fucking sense. Like half of the time you're like, I don't even know why I like you. Maybe the light hit you the right way one day. Maybe you said something super funny and my hormones are like, wham, we like this person. We're going to chase them forever. Man, like a month. Let me tell you that like me in middle school, especially middle school and high school, when I tell Um, you I did, you know how like you have crushes and people be like, yeah, that seems like you. mm Mm-hmm. I, the only thing across the board with my crushes is that eventually, and this ain't going to be surprise nobody because hello, it's me, but like eventually a lot of my crushes ended up being like some form of queer. So it's like, that is, that was kind of a running line. And like, people would say like, if Eartha likes them, there's a chance that they're gay. So like, yeah. So it's just like, I, so that was kind of a type, but like, I look back at like all, none of them, there is no congruency in like looks height yeah uh hobbies like nothing nothing it's literally like all different types of people and uh just yeah and it's weird because I was hung up on almost every single one of them yeah yeah same no consistency here hung up on them entirely like we have to be together and like listening to I told you listening to Broken by Amy Lee and see <laughs> there about every single uh, one of them <laughs> what a song what a good oh song. man we should that's the song that we end with this if we find some instrumental yes. <laughs> broken. writing it down yes please oh but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no consistency yeah. they're all like completely different sizes shapes personalities and my brain would not let them go fun thing i've learned about my brain is adhd really makes you hyper focus on new people that you like which would have been nice to know as a teenager and like yeah. this will pass this chemical addiction to this person will pass but holy shit man hung up for months at a time you just hit the nail on the head for me because like that's literally what it is is like chemical addiction like I don't have serotonin or endorphins in my body unless I see this person and I can make them laugh like yep 100% yep keeps you going back and it's like is this person even good for me probably not but you know what who fucking cares I need this chemical right the fuck now. We are on the door floating in the Titanic. We need each other to live <laughs> in my <laughs> I hope you in die. my brain. In my brain, all I hear are the flutes from my heart will go on. <laughs> I am Rose. You are Jack. I have to save you. <laughs> when the ship docks, I'm getting off with you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. And we're packing our serotonin with us. Shit. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I yeah, no, that literally like that sent me the chemical addiction. I'm like, yep, that's it. And I just remember like, oh God. And it I mean it's changed because I'm an adult and I'm not like sitting up there crying in the middle of a classroom, but like I'm trying to think I remember here's here's a here's not really an exclusive but some some people will remember this story if they listen to this podcast I remember in high school 
this was like this is like the thing that like made me be like I'm gonna harden my heart like I'm done <laughs> I was like this is this is the thing that I was like I'm done I'm gonna and when I tell this story let me just preface it by saying this is gonna be the most high school bullshit story you've ever heard but when I tell you I was fucking heartbroken over this shit like I had this major crush on this guy and the whole second part of the school year there had he had been like literally the whole second part because it started on fucking valentine's day this that's why i was heartbroken when this whole story went happened so like literally from like valentine's day to like may there was this whole like build up and we were like hanging out with each other we went on an actual date we went to the movies and then we like walked from the movie theater to like i don't know like denny's or something we like hung out, went to the movies, and then we were, like, hanging out in school. He sent me a singing valentine. Oh, okay? shit. Sent me, like, the whole this whole thing where, like, these, these two of my friends actually, like, came and, like, serenaded me with the song that he paid for, okay? And paid <laughs> for them to send me a song and, like, give me a rose and all this shit. And then, yeah, all this stuff, right? Build up, build up, build up. Here's where the high school part comes in. Prom season comes around. And I'm like, all right, he's going to ask me to prom. I just need to be patient. Like, he's going to ask me. And I'm waiting. And I'm waiting. And my mom is on my ass because she's like, (laughs) we got to go get your dress. And I told her, I was like, I don't give a fuck what he wants to wear. I'm wearing a white dress. She was like, but what if he wants to do other colors? I'm like, I don't really give a shit. Like, he should (laughs) have said something earlier. Like, we're not doing, like, I will put on a certain color corsage but that's it all this stuff he ends up asking one of my friends to the prom. oh fuck one of my friends what the fuck and i had to find out from another friend mind you oh this will get you this will fucking get you i found this out two days before the fucking spring musical that i was student directing oh god no so i was a fucking mess okay i was a fucking mess i was like how dare he this is my fucking weekend this is terrible this is awful i can't believe he fucking did this all this shit right and i was so heartbroken i'm in the (sighs) literally the the my dance teacher's office with the door locked just wailing because i was like i cannot believe this is happening i come out eyes all red telling the dancers what they need to do Yeah, it was awful. And then like, finally, just like, like my dance teacher came in and she just like gave me a pep talk and she's like, listen, like, I understand, like, I get it. But she's also, but then she was also like, now I know you're not sitting up here crying over some boy. Yes. And I'm like, now that I'm her age that she was when she was trying to be like that, I'm like, I get it. (laughs) Amen, woman. I'm I'm like, yes, I get it. And also, yeah. And looking back on that, I'm like, oh my God, that was so dramatic because it was literally like the weekend of the musical. I was already quote unquote stressed. It was like my, it was like my senior year. It was my musical. Like I was student directing finally. It was like my big fucking break and it just ruined, it like ruined that day for me. And I was just like, that's it. I'm done. I'm never doing this again. Yeah, (laughs) fuck that shit. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like, like obviously I've had my heart broken 
since then but I remember like that moment being like I'm stepping into my womanhood and I'm never gonna let a man make me feel like this again <laughs> yes yes younger yeah. earth like yes. so that was the first crushing crush of that just that was the one that cemented like I am I'm no longer a child I don't have childish crushes anymore and I'm only opening my heart if it's real <laughs> <laughs> if only it was that easy mm. Oh, God, if only it was that easy, man. (laughs) I just, yeah, I feel like, I don't know. There's there's this thing with me, like, if I have a crush on somebody, unfortunately, as an adult, I end up getting crushes on a lot of my friends, which is, Mm -hmm. I hate it because I'm just like, this isn't going to end well. And it, like... I think one instance it ended where it was like, we're not friends anymore. Like, ah, shit. Yeah. And it wasn't like we had like some huge argument or something. It was just a thing of like, we feel this way about each other, but you're like, they weren't ready to pursue something. Like they were just like, Mm no, like I'm going to go pursue this with this other person. And I'm like, did we not literally just have a conversation like a week ago about what we were doing? And now you're like, nope, I'm off doing something else because you just couldn't wait. So, yeah. 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 See, my problem is I rarely crush on people, but when I crush on people, I crush on them hard and I Mm. never let it go until like they seriously fuck me over. That's, that's the only thing that can get rid of my crush is if they like seriously and permanently fuck me over. I still have crushes on people from like years ago that I don't think about on a daily basis, but the minute I see them like online or in person, I'm like, oh, it's all back and it's all strong again. And like, it's really fucking confusing and I wish I could control it, (laughs) but I can't. Mm-hmm. and i'm angrily gesturing with scissors because I that's what i was gonna warn you i'm like if you hear if you hear me going eh, it's because delta's wielding a pair of scissors while she's talking ah. <laughs> i'm gonna crushes. cut out my heart i'm gonna cut out my heart <laughs> please dear god it's so like being a polyamorous person is one thing i crush on multiple yeah, yeah. people all the time but also, I don't know if it's ADHD or just a personality thing. I cannot let go of feelings. Like I can name one person that I seriously don't have feelings for anymore. And you know that person because they fucked me over majorly. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, no, my feelings are for you are completely done. Yeah. So perma crush all the time. Welcome to yeah. Delta's brain. yeah i just have crushes until i start like tricking myself into hating person (laughs) and i'm just like focus on all the negative stuff and eventually that will eventually leave your brain is it the healthiest thing to do no but does it work for me yes because otherwise i will literally plan out our entire lives based Mm -hmm. on one nice interaction that we have Mm -hmm. it is sick it i If there was one thing I could tell people, what is the thing that you know about yourself could change, but cannot, it's that. It's like, I could change this, but I just cannot. It takes too much work to try and like compartmentalize that one little part of my personality. So it's better for me to just tell people, like if people ask me like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, oh, you know the deal. I like someone. I don't think they like me back. And I'm just going to feel this way until I get my heart broken. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I feel mine is I'm going to feel this way about this person till the end of time. Yeah, you're literally 
Yeah, see, you're the rose in Titanic. <laughs> I am. I am. I'm the 80-year-old woman that can't let it go, man. It's been 84 years and I can still smell the fresh paint. I, man, listen, Titanic's on my brain. I literally, it's it's that time. Anytime it gets close to Valentine's Day, I want to watch Titanic because I think it's such a good, like, like, just, it's Valentine's Day. I got to watch Titanic. Can I make a confession to you? You've never seen Titanic? I've only seen like three scenes. Oh man. I would say we got to change that, but it is a long movie. It is a long movie. It's a long movie, but it's, it's one, it's it for me. It's one of those movies that I watch. It's like, because I've seen it so much. I don't, I don't know how to tell people, is it good or is it bad? I don't know. But I will say that like every Valentine's Day, I want to watch it. And it is like, it is for what it's worth, just this gigantic sweeping love story with the backdrop of Titanic on it. Like (laughs) it's not a historical story. It's just these two people fall in love on this ship. And also it happens to be the Titanic. (laughs) Like, Yeah, I need to watch it. I just never have because I'm a Leonardo DiCaprio hater. I freely admit it. I I am not now, but when I was younger, I thought it was a cool personality trait to hate him. And I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm trying to think. I've seen like Titanic and then there's like a block of movies that he made in like the late 90s, early 2000s that I never saw. And then when I saw him in, what was it? Like Wolf of Wall Street, I really liked him in, but there was another one. Yeah, he was in like Wolf of Wall Street and Django and all those movies kind of mm-hmm. at the same time. And that was around the time like he when he kept getting nominated for the Oscar, but they wouldn't give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> so they would just like <laughs> put that eternally screaming meme up. <laughs> that was when I started getting obsessed because I'm like, this man is an actual good actor. Why does the Academy hate him? <laughs> like, right. We yeah. have to get to the bottom of this. I'm like, this man has played a racist. He has played a coke fiend. He has played a crooked cop. He's played everything. He's played everything except a black man. And y'all are still like, no. No, can't have it. You can't have it. He was good. My mom. Up. Listen, my mom was like, he deserved it for when he was 18. And what's eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched it and I was like, this movie's very sad and I'm never going to watch it again. But yes, he's very yeah, he talented. Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was really good in Don't Look Up. I haven't seen Don't Look Up yet. Um, it's, I don't watch it unless you want to be thrown for an existential crisis, which I'm permanently in existential crisis. So I'm used to it. Well, I what? will eventually watch it because I know it's like almost like required watching at this time. Yeah. But also it's just one of those things where it's like a lot of people in that movie just remind me of like 2012 movies and it just put me in a weird mindset. I was yeah. like, what year is this movie coming out? Because it's like Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Seth, not Jonah Hill and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Marilyn Streep. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Like this could have been silver linings playbook. Like basically, yeah, no, it really did have that feel. You put, you hit the nail on the head. It feels like silver linings playbook and Wolf of Wall Street just became the same movie, but on the backdrop of like climate change or sorry, a giant asteroid coming to earth. But yeah, I, um, yeah. Did not have a crush on Leonardo DiCaprio ever. Just respect him as an actor. No, I was, I was a full-blown hater. I'm like, I hate Leonardo DiCaprio, but I like him now. I I was just an annoying child (laughs) who had to hate things. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel that. I was that way with Megan Fox. 
Yeah. And then I realized I was like, maybe I hated her because I really had a crush on her and I was trying to suppress, <laughs> trying to suppress <laughs> trying to suppress my queerness. So I'm like, don't even fucking look at her. She's the devil. <laughs> same. Hard. Mm-hmm. Same. Hard. Yeah. Same. Do you remember your first queer crush? Fictitious, but Esmeralda from uh Hunchback oh, and Notre yeah. Dame. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, she's not mine my first crush was Aaliyah nice yeah it was either Esmeralda or Meg from Hercules I can't remember which one and I was just like no I just think she's really cool and I want to be her like no you have a crush (laughs) both are strong contenders yeah I just remember like Aaliyah's rock the boat video did it and like that video came out after she passed away and like I just remember as like being young and wanting to be just like her for some reason. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, she wears shirts where she shows her stomach. That's new. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, she has really cool hair. That's different. I like her. And but like never put her posters up on my wall, plastered my wall, my walls with Orlando Bloom. <laughs> um, who I did have a crush on, still do to this day. But I mean, uh, fair, very fair. Listen, I've been watching Pirates of the Caribbean while the girls nap at work, and I'm like, I still love this fucking man. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's I, not to love? What's not to love? Him and that Legolas. Uh, yeah, I'm just like, I, yeah, I love him. But yeah, no, Aaliyah was my first one, and my big one now is Tessa Thompson. <laughs> it's like, very fair, very fair. Yeah, I'm just like, there's, I'm like, uh, the main reason I watch Thor Ragnarok is because it's a good movie, but also Tessa Thompson. My my um straight celebrity crush. And my my celebrity crushes are stupid, just prefacing this. Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. John Cleese. I can't get over that man. <laughs> <laughs> John Cleese, if you hear this. I don't know what it is about you, but you're so fucking adorable. <laughs> I just blew a bubble back into the sink because I was trying to take a sip and it was just like, poop. <laughs> I never talk about my celebrity crushes because it's like all old men, like John Cleese or Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Are you a Benedict Cumbersnatch? No, he's not old enough. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Well, okay. Well, we both saw the Spider-Man movie. We can talk about this because it's not really a spoiler. Um, but my Midwestern jumped the fuck out when Dr. Strange came out in those fucking snow boots and that hoodie. Yes, yes. I was like, oh dear God, my Midwest is showing because this is so fucking hot. This is the yeah. hottest Benedict has ever fucking looked at his life. Yeah. And the gray yeah. streaks too. I was like, okay, yeah, no, okay, that, okay. that always will get me. Like they did the same thing with what's with when, um, what's his name in the Fantastic Four, Dr. Reed. Yeah. He got the straight, that man. Yoan Gruffid, I love him. I have loved him since 102 Dalmatians. He's like, like the mm-hmm. finest white man I've ever seen. Um, but when yeah, when they gave him the gray streaks, I was like, <sighs> gotta love it, gotta love it. Yes. Oh, so nice. So just yeah, but John Cleese is not what I was expecting. This is why I don't talk about it at parties. I casually avoid the conversation because I'm like, I just like cute little old men. <laughs> yeah I, yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's fine um i'm trying to think celebrity crushes my uh 
guy. Oh, let me think. Oh, the guy uh, who plays the new Candyman, Yaya. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is cute. He is scrumptious. I love yeah. him. Yeah, I love him. And spoiler alert for Watchmen, he plays Dr. Manhattan. So he uh, is just fully naked in the Watchmen <laughs> if you need a reason to go watch it. He's okay, fully right. naked. Watchmen. <laughs> Fully naked, front and back. So, uh, who else? Am I? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other celebrity crushes besides old men. <laughs> what, what's the guy's name from Hairspray? Um, Elijah Which Kelly, guy? seaweed. Elijah. Kelly? Oh, Elijah Kelly. Yeah. See, I have a crush on Zach Efron from. <laughs> Zach Efron's cute too. Zach Elijah Efron Kelly is like. Was... Yeah, Zach Efron is like my number one. Like my number num my number one white guy crush for sure uh-huh. i am just like yeah i was like i've loved you for a long time and then i watched his 73 questions with vogue and i was just like he's a charmer uh-huh. and i i'm like you know if i'm gonna like uh a, a seemingly straight white man you better be fucking charming okay <laughs> yeah you better be quick on your feet. You better be charming. You better not be awkward because I'm going to get turned off real fucking quick. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I'm just stumbling over my words because I like you. Nope. Get away from me. <laughs> Apparently, if I need to have a crush on a straight man, you better be old and sassy. <laughs> I mean, that's probably smarter than me going for these young fuck boys who are charming because I'm just like, yeah, but I need somebody I can banter with. That's the problem. Yeah, I just need like old, sassy, grumpy men, apparently. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. all I need. <laughs> yeah. John Cleese seems like he'd let you spank him into submission. So maybe that's where. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I can't breathe. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm clipping that and tagging John Cleese on Instagram. That's fine. <laughs> snip, snip. Yeah. <sighs> Maybe he'll he might, respond. Right. He might be our first virtual guest on the podcast. So I would not be able to say a single word. I know. You just be not, sitting there like. Yeah. I would be <laughs> full on fangirling, like incoherent. And you would be like, Delta, what the fuck? You're the one that knows about this guy the most. Like, what are right, you I'm doing? Like, I'm just gonna ask them questions about Will and Grace and Georgia the Jungle. You better fucking talk. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Hi, John Cleese. <laughs> I mean, I would do the same thing if Yaha Abdul Mateen came on here. I'd be like, so do you want to get married? <laughs> like, uh-huh. What's, your, what's your relationship status right now <laughs> are you single seeing someone are you seeing someone monogamously <laughs> I, slide I, could be, in? I could be open to open <laughs> <laughs> oh boy mm-hmm. oh and reggie jean page oh yes i forgot about oh god yes how can you not watch bridgerton and have a crush on that man unless you're just not into men yeah if you're not into men or you're racist, then you watch that show. I feel like even if you're not into men, if you're not into men, you have to admit that that is an attractive motherfucker. You have to, you have to. He is one attractive specimen of a human being. Like, Uh yeah, just 
even in the scenes where he doesn't talk, where he's just like staring into the camera, it's like, mm. yes, yes, this is a good man. Yes, this is, <laughs> this is I, I enjoy this content. Yes. <laughs> oh, random other Delta fact. Anybody that plays Zorro, huge crush on them. Any person that plays Zorro. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Again, reasons I don't talk about celebrity crushes. Yeah. John Cleese, people wearing we're talking black about masks. crushes. Speaking of crushes on fictional characters, I definitely will always have a crush on Gomez Adams. Oh God, how can you not? Yeah, especially like yeah, I hear that like Oscar Isaac is liked playing him in some in that Wednesday Netflix series. So. Yeah, no, Oscar Isaac isn't playing him. They wanted him to play that, and I'm like, yeah, no, I would uh be here for that, Pay but money. no. Yeah, somebody else is playing him in the new one. And I'm like, no, I'm here for this also. I can't remember their name off the top of my head, but it's a good casting. Like, I know his face and everything, but I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. Um, but let's turn that off. You can't. Sorry, did you hear that? No. Okay, my computer just dinged. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. You can't not have a crush on Gomez Adams. Like It's like, everyone says they're like, I want Morticia and Gomez, but I'm like, okay, but do y'all understand that that means that you can't keep dating these uh, sickly-ass white boys that y'all be dating? Right? I'm like, if you want to be Morticia and her cutting off the rose's glory, you're going to have to check these men that you're dating that are still sitting up here making these weird-ass remarks all the time. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta step up your dating game if you actually want a Gomez. Mm-hmm. But you know, what do I know? <laughs> I <laughs> I wanted to say something in there, but I'm definitely not going to. I will say it off air <laughs> so that you can laugh at it. Gotta remember it now because I really want to hear it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm looking up Luis Guzman. That's who's playing the new. <gasps> oh okay yeah that's who's playing the new gomez i like yeah, it you can cut all that flittering out but yeah Luis guzman yeah i knew the last name i was like i can't remember the first name but yeah he's he's playing the new gomez and i'm like all right well i'm about to have a crush on you so i like him yeah he's a good gomez mm-hmm. they're going back to like the comics mm-hmm. that's nice i like it mm-hmm. yeah anyone who plays zorro yeah, my fictional crush is definitely Gomez Adams. Do you? Okay, here's another celebrity crush, and this is the both of them: David Diggs and his partner, um, Emmy yes. Raver Chapman. Oh. Yes. <sighs> yes. 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 There was a Twitter thing that was like, "I would be their third," and I'm like, "These, this two, these Amen. two, yep. like uh-huh. literally either one of them, either one of them." it's polyamory like, it's the way <laughs> it's unfair that two people that attractive are with each other yeah no seriously you gotta look at them and be like what the fuck you can't give some of the attractiveness you can't spread it out like a little bit right <laughs> you know? one of you can't have a partner that's just eh. average yeah no they're both beautiful and stunning and gorgeous and their house is beautiful and they're so sweet and nice with each other Goddamn. They take trips with each other that look like the stuff of miracles and postcards. And I'm just like, this is morally, you have to be open to a third at some point. Like you can't just hog all that happiness. Also have a French bulldog. (laughs) They gotta let you in. You you gotta let let me in. (laughs) Me standing outside their house. Let me in. Yes. 
they have to legally at that point i think Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna trap them and be like i'm gonna go to los angeles because i'm pretty sure that's where they live and i'm just gonna be like a really cool pa on like the jimmy fallon show for a day (laughs) and it's gonna be the day that like he digs is there and i'm just gonna be really chill really cool and then i'm gonna be like hey um i like tea do you and emmy like tea yeah let's go get tea i know this really cool tea house what's it called let me google one and find out (laughs) right be like we're just gonna go get tea and have a really cool conversation and then next thing you know i'm gonna be like so y'all want to watch the episode of catfish where he thinks he's dating Katy perry (laughs) oh that's a good one that's my first date move from here on out because I recently watched that episode again and I'm like, this is this is a good icebreaker. Be like, you want to watch the episode where he thinks he's dating Katy Perry or do you want to watch the episode where she thinks she's dating Bow Wow? <laughs> Those are the only options. Mm-hmm. My first date move is apparently to panic and think of the first fancy restaurant that pops into my head. I don't necessarily like that. It's expensive. <laughs> the catfish episode would be... Uh, cheaper at least i have no idea i think if i were to let me think if i were to like land my crush and be able to like take them on a date i have like i want to say i would want to do like dinner and drinks but it's covid yeah i would honestly this is what i would do honestly i would do like early drinks i'd be like let's go get drinks first if drinks are great we can go get food Mm -hmm, if drinks mm -hmm. are bad then we can just see like yeah we caught up for a drink and we'll see where this goes like yeah what do you think movie first and then dinner or dinner and then movie i feel like dinner then movie only because i have done well i didn't do dinner and movie i did lunch and movie and the lunch was so good that we decided we wanted to kind of just spend the rest of the the afternoon together and we didn't go to the movie nice I but like if you go option. to a bad movie and then you're hungry you're still not really spending that much time with each other uh-huh. um yeah and that was kind of the way out we were like i was like well i don't have to see this movie today he's like no let's just like hang out the two of us like i'm i'm enjoying this like i don't want to stop talking to you because we have to go watch a movie so that was nice i have done movie and then dinner that was nice but yeah i feel like to do movie and then dinner you have to know them a little bit because if you do movie and dinner and then you don't know them, you're going to have to, you're going to feel obligated to awkwardly talk to each other during the movie. Yeah. And at least for my deaf ass, like not going to happen very well. Yeah. And then the awkwardness transfers to dinner, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, dinner and movie is my typical date and I never know what order to do them in ever. Yeah. I think I usually just tell people to meet me for drinks. That's smart, honestly. Or I try to, yeah, I try to pick like a bar and grill that's open a little bit later. So if like dinner goes nice and we can sit there, we can like sit there and have drinks. But also I, or I'll just go to someplace where I'm like, hey, there's a bar like around the corner if you want to go get drinks after this. I'm going to take a, a, not that I plan on dating anymore anytime soon, but I'll take (laughs) that page out of your book there. Listen, this is the thing. If anyone is out there listening and you currently have a crush on me, my advice is to just say something to me because I'm probably very fucking clueless about it. Right, right. And also, 
if there's a chance that you do have a crush and we've talked about it and you're like, I don't know, she still feels this way because, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I probably still want to at least take you on a date. So <laughs> just say something. Like I, I am that person where it's like, it's hard because even with like the crushes that I have, I'm like, even if nothing comes of this, I like taking people out on dates. Like as weird as that sounds, I'm like, I like showing sound people, weird at all. Yeah. I like showing people a good time. I like going places where I, I can be like, Hey, if the food's not good, like we can go somewhere else. Like, what are you into? Like, tell me, like, I like doing stuff like that, but only for like people that I really like. Um, and I don't get to do it as much because all of my friends are dating people. No, <laughs> I just don't get to do it as much because like, you know, we're all older and sometimes people like get out of the habit where they're just like, I don't really need to go on a friend date, but I'm like, all right, I get that. A romantic date is nice. So that's me putting it out there. Yes. Question I would say you. the same thing because mm-hmm. I hate the will they won't they shit. Like, just, just tell me, get it over with, but yeah, as someone who has been on the opposite side of like someone being like, I have a crush on you, but I don't want to talk about it. It's like, just, just say it, just okay. say it. All right. Well, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. With this thing. And I'm, I'm a horrible person because I'm heartless and I'll just be the person who's just like, if you're not, this is my problem. I expect people to kind of do what I do and if they have feelings for me to be able to vocalize them out loud and not be like scared and shy and ashamed of them I dealt with that enough in high school in my early 20s where people will be like oh I like her but I don't know and I just I don't have time for that anymore amen it is a boundary I have I'm just like if you like me I cannot be this dirty little secret I cannot be this thing that you're afraid to say out loud because I just what yeah yeah I have no time for that anymore so because I feel that way that's why I'm the person who's just like I have a crush on this person I could let it go but I'm gonna fucking say something (laughs) yes 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 yeah 100 yeah I mean it's worked out fine you know to just, be honest like what is the absolute worst that can happen like you get embarrassed briefly i mean yeah. i know it sucks rejection sucks but it like sucks but it sucks it's gonna suck even more if you're going around doing this thing where you're telling everybody like i have a crush on this person yeah and then they reject you and you have to go around and tell all these people like well they don't feel the same way it's like yeah well you could have just talked to me about this before <laughs> like yeah or um yeah I have pretty good, I have a pretty good record of sliding in people's DMs and it going in a good direction. So I will say that is, that is fair. Some people are just like, I don't know how to make a grand gesture. And I, granted, I like to like lay the groundwork a little bit. Like I'll flirt a little, see if they respond, flirt a little, see if they respond. And then I go in for the kill. Yeah. But like, yeah, the last, what, three times I've like slid in somebody's DMs, it's ended with a, oh my gosh, what a surprise. I'm like, hell yeah. (laughs) Nobody knows when I like them. (laughs) See, I'm the person that's creepily blunt. Like, (laughs) hey, I like you, stupid. (laughs) Hey, no, literally, no, literally. Like, with this last crush, the only thing that kept me from doing that is that we work together. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was like, I don't, 
I don't want to feel like, you know, I'm pressuring them into this relationship thing, but literally yeah. I will walk up and be like, Hey, dumbass, I have a crush on you. We're going to dinner. And that mm-hmm. usually works out well. Yeah. Not that I kidnap people or anything, but I'm just like, you know, some things work for people. I am, <laughs> I pride myself on being able to turn on the charm when I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't do it in public very often, but I can be very, uh, I just, I, I'm blunt, but I'm also kind of like, here's the, here's a nice way of saying it. Like, I'm pretty, like, I, I, yeah, like I've said to people before, I always try to like go in with like a nice, innocent thing of like, you know, um, you know, if you ever want to hang out outside of work, if you ever want to hang out, like just the two of us, I wouldn't mind that at all. And I always end it so they know where I'm coming from with like a, also, I find you attractive or like, also like, I think, you know, I think you're really great. Like something romantic ish to kind of set the groundwork of like, I'm not coming at the, like, I am coming at this from a friendly way, but also, but in addition, if yeah. you want to make out at the end of this hangout, I wouldn't mind that either. Like, totally cool. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we could make out at the beginning to make it less awkward. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I should say. I should just start messaging people and be like, Hey, um, if I take an at-home test and you take an at-home test, you want to like make out and see if we have chemistry and then go to dinner do it honestly yeah back it up i got to fucking lose what do i got to fucking lose like nothing at this point the world's ending so you know literally single i'm like that's the other problem is that when i do get in a relationship i'm like oh wait i can't do that anymore okay that's fine (laughs) yeah i am respecting my partner's boundaries and not flirting with people like that anymore i can't do that (laughs) not me (laughs) yeah and that's that's depending on who I get with, because I might end up with somebody who's like, uh, I don't like I, I think. Well, I mean, flirting is technically part of my job. Like part of burlesque is being able to like connect with people. Yeah. And, like I like. Yeah, I've explained it to people this way. I'm like, there's a level of intimacy that's there that is not that will be between us that is not present when I do burlesque at all. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Same, yeah same, same. we could do a whole episode about burlesque crush this is oh boy oh jesus mm-hmm. my my whole thing with burlesque is don't shit where you eat but... that's why i have crushes on all the people who are out of town performers yeah there you go that's an easy workaround yes mm-hmm. in town yeah, so crushes I'm like, I'm like i <laughs> Yeah, in town crushes are not where it's at. No, definitely. No, 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 at no. least in my case, I'm just like, um, yeah, don't know where, don't know if this is going anywhere. So, yeah, and it just makes it awkward. I don't know. We've also been in a pandemic for three years, so nobody knows how to flirt with each other anymore. It's so awkward, right? And we've all had to watch each other's lives from the internet, so we're all just like, I don't. It's gotten to the point where, and I think you sent me this meme, like if somebody likes or not even likes, if somebody watches my Instagram reel, I'm like, why are you flirting with me? (laughs) (laughs) I did not send you that, but that is exactly how I feel. Somebody did. I I like go through, I like go through the views and be like, you want to kiss me? (laughs) Literally you watch it more than two times in a row. And I'm like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Hi. (laughs) yeah literally yeah that's that's pretty much that's exactly where i am i'm just like yeah this person watched 
if you watch my Instagram story, I'm like, mm, yes, you want me. But if you react to my Instagram story, oh, I'm like, on. you fucking want me. It is on. Yes. <laughs> we are getting married. <laughs> That's flirting post-COVID. Yeah. Exactly. Like there's a couple of people like they react to it and I'm like, oh, they always react to my stuff. But then there's other people I'm like, they'll react to like a certain thing. And I'm like, you want me, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's crushes. crushing with crushes. Crushing with crushes. I got it right. You're good at the title shit, man. Crushing with crushes. I just be saying shit. Um, do we have a sweet spot? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're good. I should next that. Oh. <laughs> all right well, as i told I, you at rouge reveal which i think yeah. is the sweet spot life mm. sucks and then you die so <laughs> but occasionally yeah. there's cool shit occasionally there is cool shit my sweet spot is rouge reveal my first show of 2022 that i produced Woo! happened without a fucking hitch we were sold out hell baby. yeah we were we had standing room only that felt so good <laughs> um it was a great night great show i've had nothing but positive feedback about it everybody was so crazy about the band and i'm just like yeah of course yeah like they're the fucking best <laughs> like yeah it was it's such a good show such a good way to start off like the burlesque year i think mm-hmm. um yeah people are already asking like how do i get a part of the next one and all that stuff so i mean i have my work with Earthaform. please fill that out that is the easiest way to get me to get you on my radar because i don't the other thing with that form just going off topic here it's not just a thing of like you have to audition to be on my show that's not it at all i don't know who's still performing and who's not yes yeah so if you fill out the form, like I said, it's not a confirmation of booking, but at least I know you're still performing and I can keep you on my radar. But yes, Rougeville was great. It was wonderful. It was good to see like some people that I haven't seen in a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I had uh, a lot of tequila. So yes, you did. <laughs> second half of the show was definitely the more sentimental one um yeah will said some very nice things about me on stage and i tried not to cry but it was a good time it like as your stage manager which thank you for letting me be a part of that yes delta was there i hired her yeah i'm good at my job big big surprise (laughs) um but like just being backstage it was the smoothest fucking show i've ever been a part of especially for one with such like moving so many moving parts you know yeah everybody was in a good mood i was socially awkward because covid but i was just chilling in the corner listening to everybody have a good time yeah no problems whatsoever except that one lady in the audience that i kind of wanted to drop kick just a little oh. bit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's just me one- personally me personally <laughs> yeah i <laughs> i might have been egging her on but also yeah i yeah no it was great uh yeah, the it's really I I was telling Will last time I talked to him, but after the show, I don't know if I told you this, but after the show, the keyboardist was like, "Yeah, you like you killed that shit." Like, uh-huh. and I was like, oh. I was like, "What me? 
He's like, yeah, no. He's like, I he's like, I knew you were cool because of like Willis and stuff, but like, yeah, no, seeing you like this was like really like you're you're good. I was like, <sighs> you were definitely in your element. It was really fun to watch just on the wings. Uh, yeah, it was really yeah. cool. Good. Thank you. That is, yeah, that's nice to hear. That's you know, I try and uh yeah, I like emceeing. So especially like emceeing my own shows, it's definitely like, okay, this is gonna be we got this. Yes. So, yeah, we have another one coming up in March. Mm-hmm. Delta and I have our first vamp show scheduled for February 4th. It is a, it's called Love Shack. Get the whole title right because I made it very fucking long. Okay. <laughs> Valentine's evening of burlesque and bingo. Yeah. So, get your bingo cards, get your tickets. Right. Come shout bingo at us. See some good burlesque in between. We got mm-hmm. prizes. We got plenty of good like Valentine's themed prizes. Um, it's gonna be a fun night. It's back at Armageddon Beach Party Lounge. Yeah. And tickets are $25 and you can get them on loveshack.eventbrite.com. Yeah. L-U-V-S-H-A-K. That's right. Yeah. I spelled it weird because it's more memorable. <laughs> yeah it is love shack love shack. um yeah that's my sweet spot is that burlesque is back and Woo. yeah we have people producing other shows uh our buddy lilith montal has a show coming up dirty so excited coming up. for that yeah so you know i can be a little less you know <laughs> I can, and I'm happy. I'm like, please let there be other shows. Let there be things that I can go to and support. And yeah, I'm really, I'm excited about this year of burlesque. It's going to be fucking killer, hopefully. Same. I guess that's my sweet spot too. It's nice. Like, I think I have accepted that I want to rarely perform and mostly support, but I'm looking forward to this year. I think I'm finally going to break out my silk fans. Oh, nice. for march yeah yeah so that's exciting that'll be fun um yeah 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 but i don't know i've i've accepted that i can only perform occasionally and i'm totally happy with that and yeah. i just like being in the the wings and you know typical tech theater nerd just like chilling in the back dancing <laughs> I yeah I I've definitely come to realize that like I definitely want to try and get in like my MC bag and get like even better at MCing this year Mm -hmm. um as far as performing I'm like if people ask me to perform then I'll probably say yes because I do love performing but kind of one of the trade-offs you get of for like being like a producer producer and Mm -hmm. like producing more than one show is that like you don't really have time to perform Cause somebody's got to run those shows and you know, you got to give yourself time to prepare for them and all that stuff. So it'll be fine. But yeah, part of, part of like me doing Rouge Reveal and seeing it do so well. I'm like, if this continues to do this well, like I might not have time to perform as much, but it's okay. Yeah. Somebody it- will ask me and I'll keep applying to festivals and trying to definitely like become like more of a traveling show person. Um, yeah that's we're still in the world you know you know and that's I feel like yeah my plan is to like put myself out there like in March and just be like she's ready to travel (laughs) yeah because every I'm like yeah I doubt I'm gonna get asked to MC an out of town show so I'm like I'll come perform on your stage though if you'll have me (laughs) 
yeah that's another i guess yeah that's another sweet spot i'm starting a new costume for the first time in like two fucking years so oh yeah yeah i need to rhinestone a bunch of shit but we'll get there so do i i was talking with lena and she was like we should do a craft night and like i'm having a momentary lapse in reality where i'm like do i want to invite people into my home to do crafts and like right now the answer is yes but i guarantee that'll change by like monday by the time that the plans actually roll around that's right that's because happens. you know how i am i'm like i will let four people into my mm-hmm. home and that's it and you're one of them so it's like <laughs> the idea of having people over that have never been over i'm like mm, i don't know if i like this yeah I don't yeah know if i'm fully sold on this idea yet it's one of those things like i will have right now i'm in the phase where i'm like i will have you over if i don't feel like i have to deep clean everything before you come over yeah like that's that's my cutoff (laughs) and that's like you and like one other person (laughs) seriously i feel like we just need to like emotionally support each other and just help each other deep clean both of our houses Honestly, I'm 100% down. Let's fucking do it. Because I'm just like, every time I go to do it, I'm like, I have to do this by myself. And it's so much. And it's just, ugh. If you want to take a Sunday and we deep clean each other's houses, I will buy pizza and beer and whatever. Because I am so down. It's not even funny. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you're not, you know. As soon as I'm not a a rat carrying the yes. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to say I didn't want to say as soon as you're not the pre-locust <laughs> the pre-locust yeah as soon as I'm not pestilent um yeah, yeah I have that Ms. pop filter Ms. pestilent right. as soon as Miss Coca Vita sees her way out of your life then yes. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah for sure mm-hmm. uh, well thank you for joining Dish of the Day right now you're probably hearing the sweet sweet sounds of broken by cedar <laughs> to lead you into your february crushing season that's right because you're gonna get broken for sure either your back's gonna get broke or your heart's gonna get broke either way good for you hey. I'm, I'm ending it there yeah i'm delta <laughs> i'm ertha thanks for joining this of the day grab yourself something sweet to eat yep. get your back broken <laughs> yep. like to get in contact with dish of the day you can email us at dish of the day podcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com forward slash dish of the day podcast we are also on instagram at dish of the day podcast and our cover art was made by gabriella zirotka who you can also follow on instagram at windprizegabby that's w-i-n-d-c-r-i-e-s-g-a-b-i This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.